Hello, um, this is Deidre and Johnny Mobley. Uh, Junior. Junior. From um, Pillow Talk, After Dog, Night Night. Night Night. And so this episode is going to be, um, we're talking about trauma. And so if this um, will trigger something within you um, because of traumas that you've dealt with, we are asking you not to watch this episode. Um, because we don't, we only want to help and not harm. Right. And so, um, we just wanted to give, put that disclaimer out there. Um, we have, we do talk about traumas that happen, happen in our life and share some other, you know, issues that we have, um, talked to other couples about, um, or just, you know, um, talked about before from dealing with someone or, you know, who've had some issues again. So if this, um, if, the, you've dealt with trauma and maybe haven't healed from it or something or like that. Help from right, it. or gotten yeah. help from it and are in a healthy place. Um, we just ask that you um, just skip this episode right here. Okay? We just want to make sure that you're safe and that we um, have done our part responsibly to tell you uh, what it's about. Okay? Stay safe and be blessed. You are the one I want. Moments with the Mobleys. What's up, everybody? <laughs> that was my high sound. What's up, everybody? This is Pillow Talk. Moments with the Mobleys. The night, night version. I am. Johnny Mobley Jr.'s wife, Deidre Mobley. And this is my husband. Johnny Mobley Jr., Deidre's husband. What? (laughs) And we're just something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Greetings, accolades, and blessings. You forgot salutations. Salutations. Greetings, salutations, accolades, you, and you almost did good, honey. I'm so proud of you. You heard that? You heard yeah. what I say? Yeah. I'm so, so if y'all didn't notice, we was switching, switching. We was trying to switch places. Yeah. Y'all. Switching places. And, you know, I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> why some girls do that? Do what they do, man. Where where you see girls do that at? They girls do because that because you're a whole man and you just did it. Yeah, it'd be on TikTok. Maybe doing all kind of stuff. You watch TikTok too much. There'll be some interesting stuff on TikTok, <laughs> y'all. TikTok. Some of the stuff scared me sometimes, y'all. We go do we go do some TikToks. Well, I got to get ourselves together though. But it's it's it, it be some of that stuff be y'all, scaring me. He be telling me we gonna do TikTok and we we gonna do some TikToks. We. Yeah. Let me wet my throat. And then, you know, when y'all start telling me about it. I, see, I'm I'm social media savvy, but it's a whole nother levels. And my media manager looking crazy because I said that. But whatever. I do know. I know a little bit. Sir, I can be a little be, dangerous. We're supposed to be doing the show, not fussing with people. I ain't fussing with nobody. But what you ain't going to do when I say I'm in social media. This is stand, you know, This is night night. You sound like you day day. Or morning, morning. This night, night. So I got to sound like this. Yep. Turn off. Just don't sound like heat sweat. That turns me off instantly. <laughs> <laughs> sweat, hotel. <laughs> Y'all, we be driving. Ooh, the sweat hotel be, been around and, a long right, he time. Be like, he be like, but why? Why he got to sound like that, Deidre? Baby, I don't know. But they be calling, ooh, Keith, I just love you. He love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter who calls. All right, baby. I love you I too. Love you too. <laughs> All right, baby. We hate no you, Keith. You make your money. Oh, you the man, you not Keith. You better man. ride, hus- hustle, be- bro. They ain't gonna that get it to you. Be you better get so it. So funny, 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 funny. So, um, 
Y'all, we gonna jump into this, and we, we, me and Johnny have some very, 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 very interesting conversations all the time. Excuse me. Um, and so when we talk about you know what we're gonna do and what we're gonna you know talk about and and stuff like that, and just from past, um, I think conversations with um people and. Stuff like that, you know, conversations come up and, and situations come up um, that kind of get us to talking about things. And, you know, when we see, you know, other people may be dealing with an issue and stuff like that. Um, for me, it's just interesting how um, people handle it. And sometimes you are so focused on what your relationship is. That you don't realize that there are other people out there who go through just different things and different situations. And, you know, I, I, and I, I don't want to say that I'm insensitive to that fact, but we worked hard to for our relationship to be what it is. Oh, yeah. And, you know, y'all, if y'all don't know, Johnny and I... um you know, counsel and, you know, other couples and stuff like that or whatever. And it's just sometimes situations that we are privy to um, that makes me, I think, like forever grateful to God that, you know, he has blessed us, blesses us with um, a, a great relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know we started somewhere. So we didn't start here, and, and now we just you know I'm saying yeah. we started somewhere, and our journey was our journey. But it just kind of, kind of, I think that's why we're so passionate about trying to help others. Yeah. So I'm gonna interject this real quick because okay. I don't think you thought I would go say this today, and I didn't pre- prepare you probably. But okay, we've had drama in our relationship. We have. so the trauma that we had in our relationship is. That at a point in time in our life, in our relationship, I stepped out on my wife. And I, at that time, I thought I had great reasons of why I did it. But I think at that time I was dealing with, um, it's funny, I think I was dealing with psychosis. The emotional stuff from the reality of what things needed to happen. Mm -hmm. And... That's why we did a podcast on the power of not knowing, man. Because if you don't know something, then you just don't react to stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a reason why everything is happening. So because I didn't understand, because I thought what I thought that my wife didn't want me, that I wasn't a good enough husband for her, I wasn't a lot of different things, it made me stop trying to be that to her because of, the different stuff that was happening. Um, when I tried to talk to her, you know, and I believe we talked about this on the on the daytime, you know, pillow talk. But when I tried to talk to her, I um, she cried all the time. And I thought it was because she was crying because she was unhappy with me. So I couldn't make her happy. So I didn't think I was mad enough. You know, while all the time you were dealing with being isolate lonely because you dealt with children all day so at an early age you have your first kid and then you blank three times and then we had five of them and a lot of people were running around calling you mama all day wanting stuff from you all this other stuff and what we realize is because they were doing that they were asking you for stuff and you didn't even know who you were. You didn't even know if you wanted to be a mom. You didn't know none of that stuff. So instead of us having, we didn't have the wisdom then to actually talk about stuff or sit down and do, we, we handled it the way we did. And through the grace of God, we, we made it through and our relationship is stronger than ever now. Is it? Yeah. I'm just playing. You can say whatever. <laughs> it's stronger than ever now because th- this is one of the things you, you got to understand. Your bad choices 
are not who you are. They're just bad choices. Most bad choices hurt people. Different levels, different type of people in your life, but most choices hurt people. Even it's self-hurt. It hurts somebody. Bad choices hurt someone. Mm -hmm. And you might not see the effects of it, the results of it right away, but that can cause trauma in a person's life. And if you don't deal with stuff, and if you just react because of your emotion and your feeling, that thing can become a regular your regular life. And see what people do is measure their stuff against what they see. So whether it be TV or somebody down the street or somebody on your job, you measure stuff and never look for what it is that you're supposed to be doing. What's custom made exactly for you. So you compare stuff. And it's not that's not a bad thing because it gives you something to target after. But when you know it's not working and it don't feel right, then you need to move. And most people don't do that. They force it. Mm-hmm. So it causes the, the trauma that happens. You begin to live a life that's false because you react off of stuff and it becomes your normal because of stuff that happened in the past. So now you feel that you're in a great place because what happened to you won't happen to you again. So you react different to it. So let me let me explain what I'm talking about. So the trauma that me and my wife had, we had to work through that. We had to talk about it. It was a process. I had to be all right with her healing however long it took her to heal. It wasn't, she, man, you got to stop talking about that, man. I thought we was trying to get by it. it was, no, because it was great. We, we went through it, and it was great times and great days. But every now and then, she wanted to talk about it. And guess what? We talked about it. Because I owed her that. It, it, it's, it's our life. So I can't tell her not to feel what she feels. So when she felt whatever she felt, regardless if where it was at, what it was doing, if she asked me, we was talking about it. It didn't matter. But that's how her process worked and the trauma that I caused. So we had to get to a place to where I earned her trust back. We rebuilt. I ain't going to even say we rebuilt. We rediscovered and repositioned ourselves to build stronger, better, to put stuff in place so certain things didn't happen. We had to intentionally do stuff. So whatever we might have thought that was an issue, was a problem or whatever, we intentionally did it. So we initially just went back to like all just newlywed dating. It was all in all the time, all over each other, the whole nine, because we knew that that ingredient was going to give us the relationship that we dreamed of. So when we, when we talk to couples who have had trauma in their life, no matter what it is. Trauma is like a cancer to a relationship if you don't deal with it. Because you will aim and shoot at the person in front of you when it's a lot deeper. So I'm going to let you talk from there because I, I want to go more, but I, I don't want to go. No Why are you looking at me like that? Um, no, I'm just waiting on you. <laughs> I'll take it too long. Again. No, 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 no. Okay. You're fine. You're fine. So I'm I just think talk. that it's important to say that um, um, that for us, I think what Johnny is trying to say that, is that you can get past that trauma. Um. It, if you if you put in the work and if you want to get past it and you want to um, get better, get healthier for us, I think what is what's important to say is that, you know, that happened, but I didn't immediately find out. Yeah. You know, and so we went through, a, you know, we went through a rough, uh, you know, we went through rough patches and that did happen, you know. We, when when we were going through one of those rough patches right. and it's like okay that was a secret that you were holding right but i didn't know it 
And we entered like our 10th year of marriage and had this amazing anniversary celebration. You remember that? We had an amazing time. And shortly after that happened, it was like, that's when like the bottom fell out. Yeah. And for us, you know, and, you know, we'll be completely transparent. When that, when that happened, that's like, it's like you, there was one other time in our, in, in, in our, in our marriage that I told you that I had like an out of body experience and that's with the twins. Yeah. Okay. When I, when we found out that we were having them, but for me, that moment when I found out what was going on, it was like, that was another experience. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like. You go through all these emotions. Yeah. I mean, and, and since you since you brought it up, you know we we can talk about it. But since when you go through all these those emotions, it's like now you start to say, "Okay, we just celebrated like ten years of marriage. Was that all a lie?" And I think I remember asking you that. Yeah. Like, was this all a lie? And that's a and a lot of people try to front, but that's a a real question because because I was holding something that you didn't know, then. In your mind, you think, okay, this has been going a long time. How long have you been doing this? Is just this one? It, you know, is the whole thing we've been doing together? That's a right. real thing. Right, right. And so that was a question for me to you, like, wh- like what are we doing? You know, like, was you faking the funk, as they say? Uh, did you? Did we really have an amazing weekend, you know, and had a great dinner and, you know, and... and and, you know, stayed at a really nice hotel and had an amazing weekend. Like, we just celebrated, like, a milestone in our marriage. Like, when, when, like, were you just putting on for me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I remember us having that conversation. But I also remember, you know, that I did share with you, like, that is something, that's a hurt that I'll never be able to explain to anyone. Yeah. Um, but I also knew, and this may sound crazy to y'all, but I also knew at that moment that I wanted my marriage. Don't ask me how, don't ask me why. Of course I was hurt. You know, I felt like I was betrayed. I felt like you, you held this for a long time and you never said anything about it. So what did you, did you really love me? Like you said, you love me. You know what I'm saying? Are are you really here with us and and being with our family because you want to be here or is this a front because you, it seems like you're living like many lives. Like, do I really know know who you are? And so that makes you question not only your spouse, but it makes you question yourself. Like, you know, like my life has my life been a lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, or has the past few years been a lie? Because yeah. I know we hit a hit like a rough patch where we felt like, why are we here? What are we doing? Are we gonna stay married? Are we gonna, you know, co-parent? Yeah. What, what are we doing? So, and but in that moment, I can honestly say, like, even though we had to go through the, the 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 many times of. You know, talking about it when I would want to ask you a question, when I want, would want to say, you know, did you, you know, do you, do you love her? Do you want to be with her? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. do you, what was so, you know, significant in, in that, you know, relationship, you know, versus what we have here in our life and all this stuff. So it's like, it's like you question all of that stuff, but even in me questioning and even in me being hurt and even in me being disappointed. And even with me knowing that I didn't trust, I trust, I trusted at that point, like nothing about you. And I'm, and I'm giving this much because I'm, what I'm saying is that God can fix it. Like we didn't have a counselor (laughs) y'all. Like Like legit. We didn't go to counseling or nothing. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what the, what the most powerful, the power, the power was in. She told me to leave, and I said no. And so, I don't even remember that part because she told me I, to, like now when we when when it, when it does come up, I'll be like, I never told you to leave, and you'd yeah. be like, you did. You okay, said, so maybe you said, I get did, your and get out. Maybe I just and didn't. I said no, He's I'm so not ready. going. And she said it 
maybe two more times, and I remember her going in the room and getting in the bed and crying, and I sat on the floor, and she wanted me out of the room, and I would not leave the room. Now, at that time, I wasn't praying. I wasn't doing nothing. Um, I wasn't in you no You was just real tones, bold because you but couldn't I, have known what I, that I, I was capable of doing. I, but it did, not, it did not matter. I remember telling you, Deidre, whatever I have to do, I don't care what you do to me. I don't care physically what you do to me, but I know we're supposed to be together. I made a mistake. And, y'all, I, I I was completely transparent. I was lying. And see, this is the thing. When when I stepped out, not only did I cause her trauma, I called the other lady trauma, too. Because she was thinking something was going to happen, and it wasn't. I knew it wasn't. So my decision caused trauma on two people. On two people. So that affected both lives. I don't know where she at, what she's doing or whatever, but that affected her. I don't know if her relationship is good. I don't know if she's married. I don't know nothing. But at that time, that put me in a position to say I had to choose. And somebody was going to get hurt. And I wanted my marriage. So I never looked the other way. Now, that ain't right. Yeah, but it's the truth. But it's the truth because I had to make a decision. It wasn't me trying to fix both parts. It wasn't. It was too late. I was where I was at, but I had to make a decision. And I I said one prayer for her, Lord, help heal her, help give her peace, help her get over this. And then I moved on because I needed my... I knew what I I knew what I needed to do. Till this day, I'm not. It was a fantasy. It was nothing real about it, and that sounds so horrible. But it was a fantasy. Yeah. It was not real. I'm gonna tell you how you can tell the difference between a real and a fantasy. When your real find out about your fantasy, what decisions you be trying to make? What you be trying to fix? Your real or your fantasy? And that's that's the that's a and that's the real transparency about that. So we weren't supposed to go this deep into this. We weren't because we supposed to be talking about, about trauma, trauma and how and trauma can affect can affect the relationship in all the areas. Right. But how can we tell y'all about trauma when we don't want y'all to sit here and look at us and, and be oh, like y'all perfect. perfect? They've never and goals. we've never been through stuff. <laughs> They've never been through And they just the greatest people now. Y'all ain't wrong about that. Yeah. We are some of the greatest people. We are great people. We just made some bad decisions. Yeah. So where we are now, we getting better. We work hard at making good decisions. Yeah. We work hard at our relationship. Yeah. We work hard at everything that has value that means something to us. That has an impact not only on us, but other people. So we work hard at that. But we'll tell you, the first thing we'll tell you, we're not perfect. Yeah. At all. We still mess up to this day. Yeah. But we good. But but we good. But what trauma can do, the reason why we said it, because of how we talked about it, and we'll talk about the entire in, in, in its entirety um on another podcast. But I wanted to explain the trauma that we had because there's people that go through trauma who has been beaten. There's people who are kids who have been beaten. Their entire life. It's been people who been molested. It's been people who've been abused in all kinds of different ways. It's things that happen. It's 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 things that happen their entire childhood life. And then there's things that happen in moments. You get locked in a basement for whatever reason, because you made somebody mad and you just down there for a month. Or Why? longer. That yeah. was, y'all that was a lifetime movie. It, just we, you just we'll talk about that in and this time. this and that it was based on a real story. Yeah. A true story. But the crazy thing is it was his it was her real daddy. Yeah. And then <laughs> he went down there and he had a whole entire life with his daughter. She had five, six babies. Well, on the show it showed they had Three and one died, but yeah. you said you read the original story. Six kids, so it was like an entire 
thing, but that was her biological father who did that. But that's that's but that's like you said, I think we used our situation, even though it's you know, it's it would still, you know, be a trauma for us. Absolutely. But the thing about it is, in this instance, it it could have turned out real bad. Yeah. It could have been real ugly. And we talk about that, but because we made a con we made conscious decisions to I made a decision to forgive you. You you made a decision to say no no matter come, you know, come what may, come what you know, whatever questions come, whatever issues come as a result of my actions, I'm willing to stick it out and stay here and make it better. Yeah. And that's what we did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what you did. That's what I did. And even though like the trust was at none, zero, nada, nilch, none. I could say, is it raining outside? And he could go look and come back and say, no, it's not. And I would say, oh, okay. And then I'd go look. Yeah. Cause she didn't believe me. Right. But I, I say that to say this, if, if you don't deal with what, and I think I started saying this a while ago, if you don't deal with stuff, stuff is going to deal with you. Yeah. And so we made a decision to 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 deal with it together, to talk about it, to we might have had three or four good days and then had two bad days. Yeah. But things don't change unless you you want them to change. And the process was And and be honest about it and be real about it. Yeah. And for us that was our trauma. That was a major thing in our lives, but it also what I'm grateful for is because if we didn't make the choices and the decision that we did in that moment, that could have altered the lives of our children. So she telling y'all that because this is this is what the question that I asked her. I said, I said, are you going to tell the girls? And at that moment, she didn't say nothing. Cause I don't think I don't even think she was thinking about the girls at the time. But once we got to that first step of what direction we going now, we made the decision we're going to be together. We're going to work it out. What direction are we going now? And I asked her again. I said, "Are you going to tell the girls?" She said, "No, I'm not, because you're a great daddy, you're a great man, but right now you're you're a horrible husband." So I, I took that because that was that that was true. But she said she did not want to tell the girls. And I was so grateful for that because uh, in situations like this, a lot of women use that to get back at they, their husband, the person who cheated. Yeah. And that goes for the woman doing it to the man and the man doing it to the woman. But our kids would not have turned out like they were. You know, when our kids found out, we wasn't going to say nothing on air until we told them. But our kids found out, was it last year? Did Christmas just pass? Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. just passed. We told them. <laughs> and it was a hush in the room. But we told them. And they looked at us like we was absolutely crazy. Some looks was like, whatever, man, y'all tripping. But it was true. And when we told them, it was a big pill to swallow. But then they looked at it and they said, well, y'all good. Well, y'all been good our whole life. It's, it's, it was, what, 19 years later? Yeah. When we told them? Yeah. 19 years later. And they said it happened 19 years ago. And if y'all good, we good. Yeah. If y'all good, we good. Now, one of my daughters... The one that that's not that's not biologically Deidre, but it's hers. She's hers. Um, she felt some kind of way because of how she grew up and the trauma that she went through. So her perception was completely different. Yeah. Her reaction was, "You better not hurt Mama no more." And I, I took that. I was like, "Okay, I, I didn't, and I'm not, Mama. If he hurt you again, tell him." So her thing was, "This just happened." Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's wrong with y'all and why y'all good with it, but this just happened. And I was telling her, listen, that was a decision that I made back then. And she literally said, she said, Daddy, I just thought you was perfect. Yeah. And I'm like, baby, I never was perfect. If I didn't do that, I still wouldn't have been perfect. But I, I am real and I am a good person. 
I'm a good man. And I know that. So, but she took it different. So I'm explaining to y'all how this works. So the trauma in your life, it, it literally programs your mind to see things like that. Yeah. That you see in other people's life. So that's how she saw it because she's been through that. She's been through somebody cheating on her. She's been through, you know, infidelity in her relationship. Yeah. She's been through that stuff. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that happened with her mom and other people, but she's she's lived it. She's lived it. So she don't know no other outcome than her outcome. That's all she know. Yeah. Ain't nobody told her how to fix it or nothing. Now, we've always been there, but she got trauma in her life that make her feel certain ways. So we working through that. We we trying to work through that. But that's how trauma affects you. Uh, trauma affects you to a point to where it changes your perception. So you think you're good because of what you went through and how awful it was in the environment, but you're not in the environment no more. And you got a nice house now and you got it's nice clothes, you know, and then you put layers and now you got, yeah. you got all this stuff. You got a, you know, a, a good job and you know, you don't learn all this stuff. You got 10 years, of all this stuff that you learned. Da, 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 da. So now you here. Physically, but you still down here mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't got no relationship. You get a good man, you get a good woman, and you jack it up because it's it looks good, and in your mind you think it's too good to be true, so you yeah. you you sabotage it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that part of your life you never got any help with. So now you can see through different eyes and everything else. But that particular area, nah. Yeah. You can. Yeah. And so, that's truth. So the 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 real the y'all and the only reason I don't know what God put this on my heart to share with y'all, but I'm telling you, trauma affects people now. Trauma affects presidents, trauma affects senators, pastors, preachers, bishops. It affects everybody because you the president don't mean if you ain't dealt with that trauma, it ain't still there. Yeah. Because you on any public platform, any type of influencer, any type of whatever, because you do that and you do it well and get good response and results back from that don't mean you have dealt with your trauma because you yeah. locked it up and put it in. It's somewhere. Just nobody can see it. Or as you said in your book, you compartmentalize it. Yeah. And never deal with it. But the one thing, even though, you know, we didn't know like all these fancy terms or, you know, we didn't, you know, go and see a counselor and pay by the hour or, or nothing like that. But we made the decision. And I believe that that's when, you know, the Holy Spirit got, you know, literally guided us. Yeah, he guided in, us. Yeah. Into building back up, you know, our relationship. Layer by layer, piece by piece. And again, guys, this was, what, 2010? 2010. Yeah, about 2010. And, you know, uh, and, and it's funny because this is the first time we've told anybody. Yeah. And, and we tell a lot of people. Many, right, I was going to say. Right now. A whole lot of people. We went from telling nobody to telling to everybody. Telling everybody. <laughs> oh, bless the Lord. You know it got but to be the Lord to the say. The testimony. Yeah, it helps mess, other people overcome. Your mess, yeah, your it mess. helps other people. And and that's the thing that we have to understand and is that, you know, our lives aren't our own. Because when we make a decision to live for Christ, it's not just about sharing the good stuff. No. It's about sharing the, you know, and, and to a certain extent or whatever of what you tell of it. But just to let people know, to let, to, to, to be able to. You know, to sit here now and talk about it and not cry about it. Yeah. And so that helps me to to know that we dealt with it. And I asked God to heal my heart. And I asked him to help me to learn to love you in a different way. Help me to learn how to trust you. Yeah. Um, even though the reminders kept coming. You know, yeah. Um, help me to because it it was him, and I'm telling y'all, y'all might be like, 
I, it ain't no way. I'm going to just find out. So, and I'm going to say, but I, I'm feeling like this and I'm feeling all this stuff. But I know I'm going to stay with my husband. So, I'm going to tell you. I want to say this because Excuse me. I was a person at one time who said when when people said, God fixed my marriage. You're like, well, whatever, man. But God fixed my relationship. Man, whatever. I was that person. I was the person that said stuff like that. And when he when he healed our relationship when he healed it and we forgave so let me let me explain to you why i say that because that's why we ask three questions when we do counseling and one of them, one of the questions is what are you willing to do to make this work now we know the answer we're looking for but we want the couple to say it and both parties got to say it. The husband and the wife or the fiance, they got to both say it. Mm-hmm. So if they don't say that, uh-uh. we don't counsel them. If they don't say the answer we're looking for, we don't counsel them because we need a platform. We need a, a we need them to be able to receive what they say and your words matter. So when you say certain things, you know, I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm here, ain't it? Yeah. It's right. not like you're being made to do it. Excuse me. Your I boss mean, just says it. Your this, words say this it. It's the last chance. This the last time we go try it. Yeah. That's telling us basically you looking for another time because this the last time. And ain't no ain't no telling how long many times you said this the last time. Yeah. But you got to be to a place. When that happened with us. I never told her I was willing to do anything, but my actions showed it. We had a nice size house. I could have sat in any other room. I sat in the room with her, wasn't on the bed with her. I didn't sit by her, but I was in the room with her. Now, that was God that told me to do that. Because I, all right, I'm in the house and, you know, she she tried to put me out, but I'm good. So we just go. I'm gonna just let her get over it, and then you know, no, that ain't none of that crossed my mind. I wanted to be back with her, connected with her, and the only way I could do that is to be with her. Even if we wasn't saying nothing, I needed her to see me. Yeah, she wanted to set me on fire, cut me, shoot me, hang me, all that. She wanted to do that, but I needed her to see me because I need all that to come out because that's an emotion from what I did to her. But I knew our relationship was still there. So I had to sit in the room. My presence had to be there, even though she didn't want my presence to be there. Yeah. What I did to her didn't want me to be there. But her heart, Deidre, she wanted me there. Her spirit, she wanted me there. I knew that. So I responded to that because I don't care how deep you are and how much water you don't walk on. If you slap somebody in their face, you will get some kind of reaction. If you hit somebody, sticks, if you push somebody, you're going to get a reaction. You, you just will. And it's according on how severe or what level you do it on. It's according on what reaction you get. So I knew the reaction was there, but I knew my presence had to be there. Let me tell you something, man. At that time is when God told me who I was. During that time, during the time that my wife found out that I was cheating on her is when he told me who I was. Crazy. So knowing who I was, not only to Deidre, but to them girls, that what made me make the decisions that I made. That was me trusting and believing exactly what God said, because John ain't knew nothing. He told me who I was, but then he didn't tell me, how I how I needed to to understand and get and learn to become that person who he created me to be. He just left me. Shouldn't say left me. 
He just never leave. No, he he let that marinate. He let that marinate. So once I understood that, and then I did exactly what he said. He gave me direct. I did exactly what he said, and I saw him turning it. I felt him turning it made me crave to go find out who the heck Johnny Mobley Jr. is. Because if God was willing to save this and me feeling if he was willing to do this, then he got something greater for me. And I'm around here worrying about what this flesh want to do. And we're got all these things going through my mind, yeah. and I need to I need to get someplace where I can receive and learn and understand and have some integrity and move the way. I, it was it was a complete life. When I tell you that was the time that transformed, stayed in the room. I stayed in the room, no matter what room she was in. I stayed in the room when we went to sleep. Slept in the room, slept on the floor, but I slept in the room. But I was there. I was there. <sighs> to know that God is there for you. And to believe that is amazing. I know he was there, but I didn't know it like that. He was there when I was making the bad decisions. When I was out there doing whatever, he was there with me. I just didn't recognize. I just didn't acknowledge him. I always said this. He always gave me this vision. People always say, God don't listen to me like that. He don't be there with me for me like that. And God gave me this vision to say, I hold you in my arms daily. But if you don't feel me there, it's because you got out of my arms and walked off. But he followed you with his arms open like this into the bars go smoke weed, the crack house. He's there. He does not leave. But if you don't recognize, because people don't want to believe and don't want to change on that level, but he's real. And out of everybody you try to impress and be whatever, he's the only one who allows you to be who you are. And he accepts it. He made you who you are for a reason. But because you don't have a relationship with him, you just out there doing whatever. And you wasn't created to do that. He never leaves. So when I was there, he told me, I never left you. So you don't leave her. I never left you. So you don't leave your kids. I have a responsibility to you and I created you in my likeness. So you have to respond on earth as me. And that's what I did. Not knowing what the heck I was doing. See, you got to want it. Regardless of of what you're going through in your marriage and your relationship, you have to want it. And what are you willing to do? Anything. I didn't care. I didn't care if he just cut me, stab me, spit on me. I did not care. I was not leaving. I just wasn't leaving. So to know a God is living who is willing to heal and change stuff, man. And then he put people in the earth. Right. If you just need a little help, if you can't do it, if you can't be in that place, if you need a little help, he's put people around on earth to give you that guidance and direction. So you got people who can counsel, who can get you to where you need to be at, who can help you get connected with who God created you to be, to be a better you, to get to get healed from the trauma, to give you tools to do it. But if you never do it and you got the you got the 
take yourself out the way and want it. So yeah, if if you if you want counseling from the Mobleys, you got to be willing to do anything. Anything. And we know a, a true and authentic anything. And then, yeah, I'm willing to do anything. Yeah, we know the difference. Yeah. We know the difference. But once you say, I'm willing to do anything, that opens up something to allow you to receive what God has to t- tell you. So that's why we need that one key. It's other keys we need. And they ain't mean giving you all that. You be, be charged for this stuff here now. I can't so, deal with you. But when... You say certain things, your words have power, so they open up and activate stuff inside you you never knew. So, yeah, when we ask certain questions, we got a reason why we do it. And I can promise you, I shouldn't say everybody, because, you know, we. I would say 99.7% of the people we done counsel, they done got healed and their relationship is better. Even the ones who was on the verge of divorce. You just got to want it. And nine times out of ten, once they get healed from the trauma, ten times out of ten, once they get healed from the trauma, and then they they get the tools. Because after you get healed from the drama, you don't know. And that's okay. You don't know how to have a good relationship. So you have to have something to put in that space. You have to. Place. And we don't we don't have to tell you everything because the ingredients and the recipe for your relationship got to come out of the two people in the relationship. And we don't know folk like that. We just know this relationship and this recipe. So you got to have the, the, the basic stuff, you know, like when you baking the cake, you got to have the eggs and the flour and the all. And you know, that's the basic ingredients you had to have. So in a relationship, you got to have the the brownies and you can put the pecans in them. You hungry, man? Okay. You weren't talking. You weren't talking about that. I wasn't. Okay, but it's okay. When, but a brownie is a form of a cake. Yeah. I just like brownies. Okay. That's what's happening right now? Anyway, but, but the basic ingredients. So in a relationship, the basic ingredients you need is God and a willing to do anything. That's the. That's two of the basic yeah. ingredients you need. You need a couple of more. There's a lot. Love, there's honor, t- a lot. Yeah. I would say the next one would be God, the willingness to do anything for your relationship, and then that big C word. What's the C word? Cuss? Prepare for the change. Oh, you got to receive it. Cuss. You got to receive the change because stuff got to change. And then once that happens... And see, most of this stuff is already in you. So once it happens, it activates stuff in you, and then most people take off from there. Yeah. So people think we be doing a whole lot of counseling, and y'all be bringing the people. After we get through the healing, and then we get the, and then they start seeing each other, stuff start turning, and then they make the big change and the transforming. They they good. They good because now the percept their perception has changed. It's not they're not seeing stuff through trauma eyes. Yeah. They're not responding to stuff through trauma eyes. So now they're good. Well, I think what did it for me, Johnny, is when you said that God turned it. Yeah. And so we literally watched him turn it. Like literally. I'm talking about like Not literally. knowing how. Right. Not knowing how. Not we said, knowing don't know, that we had a Don't know belief. how, but he did it. Yeah. Like he literally turned it and, you know. And they, you know, minute by minute, hour by hour, second minute, hour, and then days. And, um. So we owe it all Here we know, is. to him. And we got to give it back. So that's what we're doing. And, of course, we put our spin on it and, uh, and act up. But, you know, this is, this is we've been through stuff too, y'all. So, you know, we just ain't on here, you know, to make fun and laugh and, you know, act like we like each other. Because, no, we've been through some stuff. And he turned it. And, again, we, we made the conscious effort to do it to say that we wanted we wanted more, yeah, and we wanted to start all over again and build a found a, a, a firm foundation, yeah, on him, and he honored that. So, amen. Now we done built some stuff that probably wasn't supposed to be built, and we had to tear it down. But I mean, we done got better at this thing. 
So a lot, a lot some of the stuff we build now, most of the stuff we build now is stay. But every now and then we put something up there and God be like, what, what's that? We, we ain't need that. Right. And now it's solid. Come on, let's go. You always want to say that's all. You want me to say. I don't want you to say no solid. What you want me to say? La, 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 la. Uh-uh. Have you sang it for Santa? Oh, say, say, I can't say it. Uh, uh, what is it? What's the song? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know I'll make up something in a minute. I, I don't, don't make up nothing. I love you so. <laughs> Even close. You done heard the song before. Have I? You have. Is it Trey songs? No. Have I can't remember the boy's name. I ain't no sense in me trying to fake yeah, the phone. I can't remember. I'll, I'll learn it and give it to y'all the next time. And the sad thing is, she probably, she probably. I will. am. Because she. Just I'm not going to stop until I learn it. Well, listen, this has been Pillow Talk. Tell them where the find us at. Where they going to find us at? www.moments. What, what that pause was? And where they where they can where they can push a button to hear the sound. Oh you ding to Well maybe bling. That's that bell. Yeah, when I don't know that, what the sound you is. You hit that subscribe but, button. He made up this sound for the people bell. Bling. I don't know that that's on YouTube. However, hit the subscribe. Bling. You see the you know, that's where the bell at. And then, you know, you can bling. well on bling. that's on they can see the moments with the Mobleys like the day day shows. But for these ones right here, you got to be on Patreon. You can't yeah. go to YouTube and see these. You got to pay a little something for this. Yeah. We we we, yeah. we talking about some, some yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But y'all can you know still that that's our you know website. All of the stuff information concerning us is on the website. But go go pay the little money. I don't think we charging a lot for. Well, baby, if they seeing this, they done paid the money. So thank y'all for subscribing. So if y'all see it, tell your people about night it. Night. Let them yeah. know. Let's let's get it moving. Yeah. Let them know. Let them know to subscribe. It's as well. worth it. It's worth it. You buy a cheeseburger every day. Put two more dollars with it. Come on. That's like Zaxby's. I put it to say where you did buy Zaxby's. Well, a cheeseburger. Or a Chick-fil-A type price. Yeah. Yeah. We more like a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. yeah. Zaxby's. You go spend about But we're six, living proof that you can heal from the trauma. You got to put in the work. Yeah. Amen. Real work. You ready to go? You ready to feed me? This has been the Pillow Talk After Dog Night Night. I am your boy, John Mowley Jr. How'd it make you feel? Warm and wuzzy. <laughs> and I am your girl. Y'all, that's the insider. Warm and wuzzy. We're going to have warm and wuzzy uh, t shirts for the, for the summertime. Yeah, warm and wuzzy. Yeah, uh, Who you is. it's supposed to be warm and fuzzy, but he mis- messed his words up. Um, I'm your wife. Who is? What's your name? Deidre. That's that's who you want me to be tonight. Deidre, Deb, Desiree. Uh, you ain't even got to call my name. I know. <laughs> Come here, <laughs> Come here girl. <laughs> Um, so we something like an ordinary couple, y'all. We we something like an ordinary couple with extraordinary purpose. We finna be out, y'all. Peace out. See y'all next time. Night night.